By now, you've likely heard me talk about cycle syncing, period power, human design, and energetic blueprints. You may have already began to implement and embody some of these practices I've informed you of. But if you are wondering how these concepts fit together and complement each other, then you are tuning into the right episode. I'm going to share with you why it's so beneficial and life-changing to blend these amazing experiments together and how doing so will help you align your life with your truth and personal power, abundance blueprint, and energetic potential. If you are an entrepreneur, creator, or mom, and if by design you are either a manifester, reflector, or projector like me, then this episode is particularly beneficial for you because your sacral energy is inconsistent. If you want to know what that means, stay tuned because you are about to become a master of your own energy, which means greater chance of you succeeding and getting what you want in life. And you can feel damn confident about it too. You are listening to the Confidently You podcast. Welcome to the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and I'm a communication and embodiment coach with a purpose to help you start reclaiming your truth with confidence. I'm obsessed with helping you transform your life by pushing the boundaries of what is possible by exploring the edge of your consciousness. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to master your energy, how to manifest with it, and choose adventure amidst life's challenges while overcoming unconscious self-sabotage. I'm here to tell you that confidence is not something that you earn, rather something that you can learn. And with confidence, you can communicate anything into existence that your soul is destined for. So if you love personal development, spirituality, manifestation, and shit that blows your mind, then you are exactly where you are meant to be. I already know we're going to evolve to a whole other level together. So without further ado, let's take the next step on your journey of becoming confidently you. confidence soul welcome back to another episode of the confidently you podcast my name is amber and i am your host on your confidence building journey today's episode is very near and dear to my heart and it is coming at you by special request and if you haven't learned this about me yet my energy flows with little resistance when I have an invitation to respond to. So if you love listening to this podcast and want to hear me talk about a specific subject like how I am doing today, I invite you to go to my website and click podcast at the top of the screen and scroll until you find the podcast form. You can submit specific topics you want me to discuss, or you can also apply to be a guest on the podcast. This is one of the ways that I implement tools to help keep the energy flowing through my business because I don't generate a lot of my own energy and I act as a screen for other people's energy. And if you haven't already, I recommend listening to episode 12 and episode 28 of the podcast to get the foundational information before diving into today's content. And today we are talking about staying in the flow by combining the knowledge and wisdom of cycle syncing and human design. So 
let's talk about why cycle syncing and human design because you know one might argue that you could learn human design first or learn cycle syncing first um, and like what would be more beneficial well I the way that I teach about these concepts is I start with cycle syncing and then human design for a couple of reasons Uh, first and foremost being I want to teach out of integrity and this is how I did it. I came across cycle syncing first and then I came into human design. So because that is the process I went through, that is the integrity that I can teach out of. So that is how I present it to you. But in addition to that, there are other reasons why I choose cycle syncing first, why I think it's important to learn that first first uh, because when we look at cycle syncing often the women that are coming to me you know they are just beginning to notice their their energetic potential their energetic output their energetic um, fluctuations and cycle syncing is more generalized about energy and it's most consistent meaning that you kind of know what to expect energetically throughout your whole cycle fairly consistently and there's only really four different kinds of energy types or outputs that we can break those up to break those into because there are four phases to your menstrual cycle so it's a little bit more generalized and then we once we kind of master the energy fluctuations that are throughout our cycle, we then look into human design because human design is more nuanced the further you discover yourself and it requires much more self-awareness to really master the principles of human design. So cycle syncing is a really great place to start because it's it's kind of like taking a baby step. So again, if you if this is like the first episode that you're turning in, tuning into, you're a brand new guest to the podcast, welcome. But I'm going to recommend that you go back to episode 12 and then to episode 8 before you tune into this episode because it's going to be really confusing and you are not really going to get a lot out of it if you don't have that foundational information. And lastly, the other reason why I think we should start with cycle syncing is women are also conditioned to embody an overabundance of their yang or masculine energy so to start working on the feminine so tuning into our our womanhood into our menstrual cycle it gets you more in touch with yourself and it is a beautiful segue into learning deeper about yourself which is what we discover in human design is your unique energy but because as women we tend to have these trends in our energy as we go throughout our cycle, it's much easier to identify those trends first before we start getting into the nuances of human design. So this is one of the reasons why I created my new group coaching program called Confident by Design. It's one thing to either embody your menstrual cycle or to embody your human design, but to have this combined knowledge is really how you can master your energy and fulfill your greatest potential. And when you are living your greatest potential, things just happen easier for you with less resistance. It's easier for you to manifest more money. You have more meaningful and connecting relationships. It's easier to get the results you want 
when you take aligned, inspired action. It's easier for you to crush your goals and live life on your terms. Life is just easier and happier and more fulfilling. Confident by Design is going to be open for enrollment starting Wednesday, September 29th, 2021. This is designed to be an intimate group coaching atmosphere, so there are only going to be 10 spots available. I will have a waitlist available by the next podcast episode, so stay tuned and listen for those details. You can also follow me on social media like Instagram, at confidently.amber for more updates or get yourself on my email list uh, so that you can receive those updates which is confidentlyyou.ca slash subscribe dash email dash list not to worry this link is going to be in the show notes for you all right now let's dive into cycle syncing and human design a match made in heaven but first Let's refresh your memory a little bit about your menstrual cycle, and then I'm going to talk about one one of the centers in human design that we will focus on for this episode and bring some awareness to your energy and how to manage it more effectively. This is going to save you time, any worry or anxiety. It's going to save you money, energy, and focused attention. So, Recall that there are four phases in the menstrual cycle. We have the menstrual, follicular, ovulation, and luteal. And I'll briefly um, summarize what each of those look like again as a refresher. So the menstrual phase, it lasts about five to seven days. It's your lowest energetic output. It's when we are designed to rest, be in our yin and receiving energy, and we're likely to be more introverted. This is when our hormone levels begin to rise, as does our energetic output. We begin to feel more adventurous and ready to try new things. This is when our yang energy starts to kick in. It's more of a doing, action-taking energy. This transmuting of budding ideas into possible action. And then we are also feeling more extroverted during this time. After follicular, we have the ovulation phase, which lasts about three to five days. And it's when our hormone levels are at their peak, as is our energetic output. So we have the most energy to put forth in the world. This is when we feel sexy sexy and sexual and sensual and more outgoing, social, feeling like you want to birth something or bring manifestations to fruition through taking aligned, inspired action. This is when we have the highest communication skills, aka this is when I record my podcast episodes, <laughs> which we'll get into more. Um, and this is when our yang energy is strongest. We're doing action-taking energy. And this is, again, extroversion, like the follicular phase. And then the last phase that we have is luteal, which lasts 10 to 14 days. It's the longest phase of the cycle. And this is when our hormone levels slowly begin to change and decrease, as does our energetic output. So our energy levels begin to lower as this luteal phase progresses. This is when we feel aligned to speak our truth. It's when we get this nesting energy, and it's a little bit more introverted and inward. This is when we begin to tap into our yin energy, so more inward, more receiving energy. We begin to feel less social as the phase progresses. So now for this next part, now since I have reminded you and summarized about how your 
the energies throughout your menstrual cycle. Now let's bring human design into this. So recall your type, your human design type. Remember that there are five types. I am a projector. And remember earlier I said that if you are a non-sacral type, in other words, a projector, a manifester, or a reflector, then this information is going to be particularly beneficial for you. And if you are an entrepreneur or a creator and have flexibility in your schedule like I do, and like a lot of people that I spend my time with, and man, oh man, let me tell you how freaking amazing and life-changing this shit is. Seriously. This information is great for really every single human, man or woman, honestly, because men also benefit from this information, especially if they are uh, in a heterosexual relationship. Um, So yeah, this is great for every single human, but projectors, manifestors, and reflectors. So we are the non-sacral types, which means that we don't have consistent access to sacral energy. And the sacral energy is like the get shit done, the, the, the creative energy that lasts for long stretches of time. It's the, the battery that charges when we're doing something that lights us up. We don't have consistent access to that energy. And our sacral energy is determined based on who we are with. So... Um, And so us projectors, manifestors, and reflectors, we make up about 30% of the population. And so because we don't have that energetic output, we have less of an energetic output than 70% of the population. So the sacral beings, the manifestors and generators, they have that sacral energy. So we don't have as much of an output as them. So learning how to maximize this energy is is how we can keep up with such a fast-paced world and yet still avoid burnout. It's like really critical to avoid burnout and to stay high vibe. So maximizing our energy, avoiding burnout, and staying high vibe. Now for the generators and the manifesting generators, you naturally have a lot of energy, but your job is to raise the energy of the collective. So this information is also super beneficial for you because maximizing your energy not only is great for you, but it's also like vital for the collective. And part of your responsibility to raise the energy is making sure that you are doing work that lights you up. Your sacral center responds to satisfaction and charges from this feeling. So think of your sacral center as as like a battery and it charges when you feel satisfied. You do the collective a great disservice if you don't live out your passion. Because then you find yourself doing um you find yourself doing work unwillingly that causes you frustration. This is your not self theme is frustration. And this frustration leads to, it it usually leads to a power struggle because frustration drains your sacral battery instead of recharging it. And so you seek an alternative source of energy. And then you end up taking energy from other people and draining the finite energy from the people you surround yourself with. So it's just not good for anyone. So making sure that you are doing the work that lights you up 
is beneficial for everyone. And if you still don't know what I mean by sacral, then if you look at your human design chart, if you are a manifesting generator or a generator, it is the second square up from the bottom. Um, and it's going to be colored in. So if you have that colored in, that means that you are either a Manny Gen or a Gen. And if you are a projector, manifester, or a reflector, then you do not have the sacral box colored in. You have that opened, which means that you take in sacral energy from other people and you amplify it and uh, experience that energy through others. So, so non-sacrals, so projectors, manifestors, reflectors, this information is so golden for you to maximize your productivity while having strong boundaries with yourself so that you can stop to rest before burnout. That applies to everyone, but non-sacrals in particular. And I mean, why do we want to maximize productivity? Well, like I said, we live in this very fast-paced world and we can feel pressured to have to keep up with other people. And of course, we want to do things, right? We want to accomplish shit. Um, we want to, you know, evolve and progress in our lives. And, you know, we want to make money. We want to, we want to, we want to live this fulfilling life and make money. And that can be hard if you're not productive. <laughs> and, you know, as much as I value rest, I do. And I'm learning to value rest. Rest is, rest is, is productive but that's a another topic for another day rest is productive but i mean we have to put work out right so again on if you're an entrepreneur this message is probably really going to resonate with you because you need to be productive right you need to have a you need to be self-motivating and you need to have confidence that your work is going to get done and you know set up some sort of a structure for yourself so that you can get things done but still making time for rest and avoiding burnout so as promised we're going to talk about one of the centers in human design. And the one center that I want to introduce you to be, um, is your root center. And if you take a look at your chart, it is the very bottom square at the bottom of the chart. So you're either going to have this center colored in or it's going to be white. And so I'm going to talk about more specifically about identifying your root energy and how having this awareness in combination with cycle syncing is truly going to help you maximize your productivity and help you stay in flow so that you never feel like you are forcing things to get done. Everything always happens in divine timing, in the best possible, most creatively inspired way for you so that you're always getting the best results. So let's talk about the root center. As mentioned, very bottom of the chart, either colored in or white. This root center is a pressure center in human design. There are two pressure centers, the root center and the head center. The head center is at the very top of the chart. And the, the root center in regards to pressure, it's a pressure center in the body graph that feels the pressure to get things done it is the center of adrenaline that's like the theme each of the centers of human design there are nine of them so when you look at your chart there's nine like geometric shapes on the chart each of the centers represents a specific type of 
theme of energy. And the root center's theme is adrenaline. And the way that the root center energy works is it operates in pulses, meaning that the root center energy is not just constant, right? Because then we would all be suffering from adrenal fatigue if we constantly had adrenaline energy. That would just not be healthy. So the root center works in pulses and um, it's going to look different for everyone. Everyone's pulses are going to be different. So I'm going to share about my experience with root pulses to um, paint a picture for you, but ultimately when we get to the end of this episode, you're going to see how it's really important for you to um, bring awareness to your own root pulses because that's what you're working with, right? So knowing that it's individual for each person, but I'm going to share this story with you so that you at least have an understanding of how it works and you'll be better equipped to make those uh, identifications for yourself so that you can start working on this for yourself and start implementing it into your own life. So first, let's talk about the difference between having a undefined and a defined root center. So we'll start with undefined. So when you look at your chart, if that bottom square is white, that means that your root center energy is undefined. So when you have undefined energy, it means that you don't generate this energy consistently on your own. And it means that you experience that energy differently based on your environment. So you can think of it as that you are empathic to this type of energy based on who you're with in your environment versus um, being the source of the energy. Instead of broadcasting the energy, you instead receive it and take it in. So when you have this center undefined, you may feel under pressure to get things done and that the to-do list is never done. Even if you've checked everything off, you may still feel like there's pressure to get things done. And you might seek ways of doing things faster and cut corners just for the sake of getting them done, especially if you are a manifesting generator and have an undefined root center. So that might be something that comes up for you. When you're undefined, you seek adrenaline from outside influences. And on the larger scale, this might look like, you know, speaking in front of large groups of people. It might look like cliff jumping, you know, being an adrenaline junkie or on a more like micro level, this might look like a caffeine addiction. So always needing coffee. So getting your adrenaline from outside sources because you don't consistently generate it on your own. And again, your root pulses. So how I mentioned that the root center operates in pulses, this is going to depend based on who you are with and your environment. So having that awareness, if you have an undefined root center, it's going to be more difficult for you to um, uh, gain an awareness of a consistent pattern because you don't have consistent patterns of this energy. So paying attention to the way your behavior changes based on where you are and who who you are with. And this is why it's also super helpful to know about the people you spend the most time with human design. So that's why I know my partner's human design. He has an undefined root and I have a defined root. So knowing that my defined root center influences him to get things done, 
you know, knowing about that dynamic and how that affects him. But so if you're an undefined route, knowing the human design of the people you spend time with, especially like in a work environment, you know, where you are meant to be productive, knowing about other people's designs is going to help you get a sense of where you can count on energy coming from because you experience it from other people. Now let's look at defined energy. So I have a defined root center. So this means that I have consistent access to adrenaline energy that works in pulses. And things will get done for me when I respond to the pulse and work within the pulse. Remember, the root center does not have constant energy because we would have adrenal fatigue if that happened. So it works in pulses and it comes in pulses throughout the day. And also knowing that when you're defined, that things likely won't get done when that pulse is absent. This is when we're supposed to rest, when we're not experiencing that pulse-like energy, like the, the automatic oomph, like all of a sudden I feel like I want to get something done. That's when the pulse is occurring. But when it's not there, that's when we're supposed to rest. So when you're in alignment with this energy, with this root center energy, you are attuned with these pulses and live without the fear of, will I lose motivation to do this? Because really, if it lights you up, you will always have the motivation for it when your pulses come. And if you have a defined sacral center, so if you're a mani-gen or a generator, and have a defined root, your root pulses are amplified from the sacral center, meaning that you have a longer energetic output and can work for long periods of time without stopping. Whereas a non-sacral type, so projector, manifesting, manifestor, or reflector, a non-sacral type with a defined root, so this is me, you will always have the energy to act when the root pulse kicks in. But without the sacral energy, it's much shorter lived. But you have other strengths that you can call upon that are inside your chart during that root pulse time. So even though the duration of the pulse is shorter, we have other strengths that we can call upon that we can really thrive within that pulse of the root center. And this is something that we learn to master inside of Confident by Design. Now, let's relate this specific root energy to the fluctuations throughout your cycle. And again, I'm going to use myself, so understand that I'm using myself as an example, and use my own experience to paint a picture for how this plays out in real life. So recall, I'm a projector, and I do have a defined root center, thank God. <laughs> because, my goodness, my heart goes out to any non-sacral type, that does not have a motor center defined, a root center being a motor center, your energy is inconsistent and difficult to navigate. So my heart goes out to you. So I thank God I have a defined root center. At least it is something consistent in my chart that I can call on. I don't have a lot of definition in my chart. So there are a lot of challenges that I face when it comes to inconsistent energy dynamics. So I'm going to talk about my defined root pulse energy and um, to include the undefined root centers, I'll give you some tips as well. So I'm going to talk about my ovulation phase. I'm in my ovulation phase right now at the time of this recording and right now my energy is highest and I feel most creative, like those 
budding ideas that I've had since my menstrual phase and follicular phase. I'm really excited and inspired about all that, all of those ideas and I'm excited to bring them to fruition because I have the energy to do that right now. So what I do is I write out a list of things that I want to accomplish over the next seven to 10 days or so when this energy is kind of at its highest, you know, dipping into the end of the follicular phase, all of the ovulation and up the beginning of the luteal phase, that kind of span. That's when my energy is highest. And I make sure that I give myself lots of space because the majority of what I do is very creative and I don't want to burn out my creative energy or else we get a <laughs> we get a, a repeat of back a couple of months ago if you recall the episode about resuming life after burnout I was burning out my creative energy so I am much more conscious of my creative energy because my creative energy is what brings in my income so I have to make sure that I'm not burning it out or else my or else my message doesn't come out the way that it's supposed to because my energy speaks for me. So even though my words might be saying one thing, my energy could be saying something else. And ultimately, unconsciously, it's my energy is what people connect with. So making sure that I'm not burning out my energy and only using what is there, that is how I'm going to maximize how I communicate with people and the message that that gets out. So generally during ovulation... I feel the root pulse so that that boom, I now have the energy to get stuff done. I feel that pulse about three times in one day when my energy is highest. And this root pulse lasts a few hours for me in this phase. So in other words, about three times per day during ovulation or late follicular, early luteal, I get about three two to three hour spurts of highly focused energy. And as a projector, my energy is meant to be very focused. Unlike a Manny Gen, their energy is for multitasking. They're really good at doing lots of things at once. I'm not like that. (laughs) Even when I'm like writing podcast episodes, I find it hard to even listen to music at the same time. I got to just focus on one thing at a time and then I get the 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 highest quality product when I do that and with each root pulse I can redirect my focus and work on say like three different highly focused projects in one day so with each time I get that boom I've got the energy I pick one thing that I can really focus on but when I'm ovulating I get like three of those pulses in a day. So I can actually work on three different projects in one day and focus on them very well and do a really effective, like high quality job of those things. So ovulation is a busy time for me and I absolutely love it. I get so much done and I feel so accomplished. And I find that if I try to work um, if I tried to work on one project for the whole day, all of that singular focus does get a little bit tiring. So usually I like to have a list of projects that are on the go so I can shake it up throughout the day and end up, you know, devoting my time to three different projects in one day instead of focusing on one thing because I do find that a little tiring. And that's, you know, something that I've learned throughout my own experimentation. That's going to look different for each person, but that's what works for me. 
So when I'm making plans for what I need to get done in my business, again, I'm speaking to the entrepreneurs here, I can be super confident about my productivity in my ovulation phase. Of course, unless if some something catastrophic were to happen in my life, like, you know, really unexpected, like maybe a death in the family or, you know, I don't know, something that would totally knock me off my rocker. But, you know, as long as, you know, everything's going swimmingly in life, I can really count on myself being highly productive in my ovulation phase. And I can call on this energy and feel pretty good about saying yes to things and make those plans to follow through with that. And if you have undefined root energy, so unlike me, your energy is still high during ovulation. You may find it helpful to buddy up and work in the same place as a friend to get some work done, or perhaps go to a cafe so that you can pick up on the root energy of other people, if you have the flexibility to do that, of course. So if you, you know, say you're an entrepreneur and you have a friend who is also an entrepreneur and you know that they have a defined root center like me, hello, <laughs> um, you may find it helpful to work in their presence to be inside of their aura so that you pick up on that root center energy and so that you can have that adrenaline energy to follow through and get things done. So it's really important if you're going to do that to work in the presence of someone with root energy, it's really important to pay attention to your sign and not self-theme. So going back to episode 28, Human Design 101, your sign is your indication that tells you that you're making good decisions and that you're on the right path in life and your not self-theme is the opposite. So when you're making misaligned or forced decisions and you experience this all day long, you make decisions all day long. We have like 60,000 thoughts in a day and we make decisions on those thoughts, whether consciously or unconsciously. So pay attention to your sign as you are in the presence of defined root center energy. Pay attention like, okay, does this still feel good as I'm saying yes and saying yes and saying yes to, to work? Can I really be taking this on? Because the moment that you begin to feel yourself either feeling angry, bitter, disappointed, or frustrated, because those are the four not self themes, then that is your indication that you need to slow down and maybe take a rest. So allow your sign or not self theme to be a guide for you so that you can be mindful of burnout before it happens. It can be tricky to know how much root energy you can handle at any given point when you're using the root energy of someone else. So really using those as your indication to stay in alignment and not using more energy than what you can take on. And this is going to come with practice, practice of awareness, being in tune with yourself and paying attention to those signs. And this this is why inside of Confident by Design, we take things slowly. We expand, um, we expand these topics over weeks and weeks and weeks. So that way we can really get in tune with this energy and start appropriately and effectively integrating it into your life. So lastly, for Undefined Roots, Work on having strong boundaries around a to-do list that might be uncomfortable for you. Write out the list and don't allow yourself to add anything to it. When you're done, you're done, okay? Allow yourself to tune into your yin energy. Rest. Learn to value rest because rest is also productive. Now to create some polarity, I'm going to now talk about the menstrual phase. I'm just going to talk about ovulation and menstrual today 
because you'll see how, and I'll, I'll mention later how the energy in between, it, it fits in between. So the energy of the other phases fits in between here somehow. So I'm going to talk about the menstrual phase and sharing the opposite phase of ovulation because polarity creates clarity. So when you menstruate, your energetic output is lowest. Your energy is here to receive, it's here to rest and go inward. This means the number of quote-unquote doing or productivity tasks lowers and the types of tasks tend to change. So for myself, I find that on day one or day two of my bleed, I only have one root pulse energy if I'm lucky. I'm usually very tired and I mostly just want to sleep on day one. So I plan for that and allow myself to take a complete day off from life on day one of my period. And as my menstrual phase progresses, I usually have one strong and one short-lived root pulse per day. So I give myself usually only one major thing to focus on per day. And I don't push so much of the doing during this time. I rest a lot and I give myself full permission to be in receiving mode during this time. This is so, so important for your manifestations because when you give yourself space to rest, this instills faith in your relationship with the universe when you take lots of time for rest as as designed and still experience great success and abundance despite resting so much. So during the menstrual phase, it doesn't really matter if you have a defined or undefined root. Just give yourself permission to rest. We as women really need to do that. And if you're a man listening to this, giving a woman space to rest and honoring her rest. Don't berate her for resting. Rest is rest is productive too. If you take anything away from this episode, rest is productive too. And if you have the drive to get things done during your menstrual phase, great, but do them gently and don't put so much pressure on yourself. And I mentioned that the types of tasks that you'll want to do during the menstrual phase and the other phases are going to look very different from ovulation. So in menstrual phase, you may not feel creative. You may be receiving lots of ideas. You may have major downloads during your menstrual phase because you're here to receive. You're here to be a channel for source energy. And when you allow yourself to rest, you become a stronger channel for source energy. So you have all of these amazing ideas coming to you and maybe you'll like start kind of planning them and whatnot, but you're probably not going to put them into action because that energy just isn't there. So maybe you're going to be doing more journaling doing more self-care things, you know, that's the type of energy that is here at this time. Or maybe it's, you know, spending quiet, quality time with the family, like going for a gentle walk, watching a movie, reading books together, that sort of thing. Whereas ovulation's total opposite, we're taking action, we're bringing those budding ideas from the menstrual phase into action, into fruition. So they're they're polarizing energies, but we have superpowers within each of our phases that once we learn how to hone and take advantage of, then we do experience like amazing abundance, amazing prosperity. Because the action that we take during ovulation phase 
is meaningless if we don't give ourselves the space to have those amazing intuitive downloads during the menstrual phase. They won't be as, they won't be as, um, they won't be as abundant of ideas. They won't be as fulfilling of ideas if we don't give ourselves that space to download those ideas during the menstrual phase. So now let us look at the other phases. So as I mentioned, you can probably guess, the energetic output through the follicular phase and the luteal phases are somewhat in between the energetic output of the menstrual and ovulation phases. Now they're just opposite in the direction that they flow. So follicular, your energy is increasing. Luteal, your energy is decreasing. So have that awareness. And because we know what kind of energy themes are present throughout all of the phases and approximately how many root pulses a person has, you can now begin to adapt your life to be in flow with this energy. And remember that I'm using myself as an example here, right? This is something you're going to have to pay attention to by observing your own energetic patterns. And this is something that I show you how to do in Confident by Design. So going with your energetic tendencies is how you stay in flow. Again, if you are a creator, entrepreneur, this is huge for you. You can alleviate any pressure from yourself and have less anxiety about meeting deadlines, for example. You can be more informed about you can about what you can and cannot commit to and having those boundaries in place. And your creative aspirations and projects will come out so badass because you gave yourself the space to always work when you are inspired and in flow with your energy. Nothing is ever going to feel forced for you. We don't, we don't create well when we feel forced to do something. It's best if we allow the energy to come to us and flow through us. This is also going to mean that you have more energy as well, a greater energetic output when you do what your energy calls you to do because you're also going to be avoiding your not-self theme. You're not going to be experiencing frustration, disappointment, bitterness, or anger. Instead, when you're doing what your energy aligns you to do, you're going to feel your sign or signature, which is going to be either a success, success, satisfaction, surprise, or peace. And uh, I'll admit there is a lot a, a there's a lot of give and take when you when you are learning how to implement this into your life, which means that there's a lot of surrender that needs to go into this process. But this is all when you're first learning about it. And when you're inside of Confident by Design, you have me as a guide to help you through this process. But at some point, you get a taste of what it feels like to live in this flow and you slowly embody it further and further. This flow is also what makes you a magnet for your desires. So manifesting, this is a key part of the manifestation process is living a life that is in flow. Which is part of, this is part of my money, magic, and manifestation pillar of Confident by Design. So, your homework 
from this episode is to begin to pay attention to the patterns of when your root center pulses. Count them. Get a sense of their timing. I myself have a relatively consistent bedtime, so I can count on my root pulse energy coming to me around the same times throughout the day, which also helps me make my schedules and plan things to maximize my time and energy. So for example, I know that I get a root pulse energy very shortly upon wakening. Shortly after wakening, I feel a root pulse and it lasts for a couple of hours and then I need to rest, have some lunch, eat, chillax, go for a walk, whatever it is. I rest for a couple of hours and then I get another root pulse energy for a couple of hours. This is when I'm ovulating, of course. And then I work for a couple of hours, rest for a couple of hours, and then in the late evening, I get another root pulse energy that doesn't last quite as long as the ones that for throughout the day, but it is there. I do get the root pulse energy in the evening, and that's something I've had to learn. <laughs> Let me tell you, like, I used to think that I could only get things done first thing in the morning, and I really limited my flexibility when I did that, and I wouldn't even try to work as much in the evening, so I thought, no, I'm uninspired, can't get things done, but that's not true. Once I started to pay more attention to my root pulse energy, I began to be aware like, oh, I do have this extra burst of energy in the later evening that I can finish a few more things, so I've actually been able to expand how much I can get done in a day, knowing um, knowing when those root pulse energies kick in. So again, going back to your homework, over the next month, Pay attention to those major energy changes throughout your cycle and pay attention to how your root energy pulses throughout the day and try to work within those pulses so that you're never forcing energy or else you are going to experience adrenal fatigue if you try to push root pulse energy that isn't there. Awareness is critical. It's only when we heighten our level of awareness that we can then learn to self manage and master ourselves thank you so much for listening to today's episode i am truly honored that you have entrusted me to fill your cup with all the good stuff if this episode blew your mind please show me some love by downloading and subscribing a small simple action that helps me share my mission with more people did you have any major breakthroughs i want to hear about them by screenshotting this episode and tagging me on Instagram or Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram at confidently.amber for daily confidence building tips and updates about my workshops, programs, and freebies. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to connecting in the next episode. Mwah.